Blog Talk Radio. Sorry, people, my sound will not be as good. That's the way it works sometimes. You just never know what you're going to get, especially in today's times. Everything <laughs> is unpredictable. Well, you sound you sound fine. I got disconnected and had to call back in on the, the last second, but here we are, screeching <laughs> in. Guns well, hopefully we have listeners, and they're able to get in the chat room and all those fun things. We have a yeah. good show for them. If not, we I have the so. archives. Mm-hmm. Get a lot of questions about those. So, FYI, all of our shows, twelve plus years worth, are archived permanently. You can go back and listen to anything. Yeah. My recommendations will be our top two shows, which are Todd at Todd Stock from two thousand nine, or was it eight? Whatever it was. Eight. And then uh, Andy Partridge show. Those were our two biggest downloads, most popular shows. A lot of fun. Tonight we have Al Cannon. Al is a Todd fan who started ToddFans.com, which is a website slash app where you can hear Todd music or Todd associated music. It's kind of like our show here. We don't just do Todd. We do Chasm. We do Prairie. We do other people. He does the same thing, but it's mostly Todd-centric music. It's 24-7-365, Cruiser Mail. Yeah, it is. I know a lot of people that uh, pull it up on their phone when they – when they go to, of all places, the dentist, and they listen to it while the dentist is doing whatever they do. So why <laughs> are not? Are these people that are afraid of the dentist? That are what? Afraid to go to the dentist. Oh, I don't know. I think they're just looking for something to do while somebody's working on their teeth. I, I don't know why the dentist seems to be a place where a lot of people like to listen to the app. <laughs> Interesting. There are a lot of people that are afraid that just don't like going to the dentist for whatever reason. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So there you go. I don't know either. All right. Well, we have got some announcements for you. We have, speaking of the dentist, we have <laughs> some of the whitest teeth in the world. Chasm Sultan is doing a show Sunday on Woodstock Radio. Yeah. Well, it's RadioWoodstock.com. Dot com. RadioWoodstock.com, Sunday nights. Chasm Sultan doing a cool radio show, playing mm-hmm. music, talking about his career, talking about the songs he's playing, fun stuff. Then we have Cruiser Mail, the new – there's only been one. It was done at the Todd's birthday, the new Todd TV show. Tell us about it. Yeah. Well, it's called the Todd's Honest Truth, the Word of Todd, and uh, he he did premiere it on his birthday, the twenty second. But now uh, I believe he's going to start doing it. Is it Fridays every two weeks? I think. I know oh, the it's, next. Need to be Mondays. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's going to be uh, this Friday. Will be episode two. Who knows what he's going to talk about? Last time he talked about some 
costumes and where he got them and the circumstances and he taught us a little bit about <laughs> how to cut up an onion. He was kind of all over the place. So, um who knows? You know, Todd, unpredictable. So that is I believe it's going to be on running on Fridays, every other Friday, and mm-hmm. tickets are pretty easy to get. They're $15 to watch or $95 to get an online one-on-one meet-and-greet with the man. And uh, you can get that at onlocationlive.com. Onlocationlive.com for Todd Rundgren's House of Todd. Well, that's uh, people, the feedback was mixed. You know, I think um, there were some technical issues, which is no surprise. We have those all the time. The... um, you know, some people thought it might be a concert. That's not the case. Uh, we don't know if he's going to ever do music on it or not. Could be. Maybe. Maybe not. But it's always entertaining to see Todd do something. So if you're big into that, July 3rd is your second chance. And I believe once you've purchased the, uh, like the first one, you can go back and watch it again on demand. Mm-hmm. Is that right? I do so, not know. I don't want to be lying, but I think so. I'm pretty sure people went back and watched it. The mean great deal... So you get like a minute or so to talk to Todd, and then you get a photo where he's hanging out with you kind of online. Like you're in the you're an inset in the photo, and he's in the background. It's kind of fun. A lot of people posted the photos on our Facebook page, Todd Rungren Rungren Radio. And there's information there, too, and then our newsletter about how to go see this show. And Bruce Whetstone has confirmed you can watch it the next day or whenever you want on demand. For fifteen bucks, not a bad deal. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, it went on for a good—I don't know, forty-five, fifty minutes—and it was—it was cute. It was very cute, and it was fun getting to see him in his own natural setting, and sitting in his house. <laughs> Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, I'm sure it'll develop over time and change. Just like all shows, there'll be more interesting things, different things for him to do. So, should be nice. Check it out if you get a chance. Todd in Hawaii, there are some Hawaiian board shorts, which are basically Hawaiian print shorts with Todd's face on them, available at Todd's store. I thought we'd pimp that for you because I think people will dig that. These yeah, they look really – they look like your style, Doug. Have you already ordered there them? There you go. <laughs> they do. Yeah, I'd wear those. Well, the other thing is you've got uh, – They. I was checking out their site. they still got a – one of the Utopia Tours backstage passes for sale. They only had three of them. And they have um, one left, maybe, maybe two, of these Utopia programs that Ken Sharp did for the last Utopia Tour. And it's autographed by Willie Wilcox. So that's Ooh, pretty cool. Ooh, nice gra- grab there. Yeah. yeah. Another cool shirt, something, anything, all kind of stuff. So check that out if you are interested in getting some Todd stuff while you're quarantined at home need something to wear there you go that's right summer is upon us get those board shorts on (laughs) yeah well you know surf's up dude not for me i'm not going to the beach or anything so (laughs) you know be good for a relax around the house i guess uh since bruce is in there that reminds me conduit of humanity working on something new bobby strickland prairie prince all kind of people on it I got to hear a little bit of it today, including Aquaman, which I'm pretty convinced Bruce Whetstone is singing that song. We will have that for you soon. We'll do a show in July and play you some Conduit of Humanity. 
with Bobby Strickland for sure. I heard him in the song. Okay. And I think Prairie, who knows, a lot of people. That's what it was supposed to be about, mixing it up with a lot of different people from all over the country, maybe all over the world. Who knows? And, yep, that is Bruce, he says. Okay. Uh, we got anything else, Cruiser Mail? Am I missing something? Well, if, unless you've been sitting under a rock, which I guess a lot of people feel like they've been under a rock the last three or four months. Um, the Todd Tour for this year has been postponed. In a couple of instances, it's been canceled, um, but it's been postponed until next late winter, late winter, early spring. So uh, check your uh, the venues where you, if you had tickets, and uh, find out what their procedure is, whether you can cancel or and get a refund or if you want to hang on to your seats and, and all that kind of thing. So, yeah, I'm afraid I'm afraid we're not going to see Todd in person this year unless some No, it's not happening this year. That is a lot. Yeah. So the uh the shows in February and, and January when when, they, when they're going to redo them uh, you can't get a refund. And some of them were moved, like Chicago was at this beautiful theater. It's been moved to the House of Blues, probably oh, because yeah. it's a nation venue. Uh, so there's, you know, there's different situations. But if you go to our website, if you're not in the loop, I think everybody listening probably is. Go to RunganRadio.com and you can go to our tour page, and we have a link to take you to EJ's very thorough page with all the information, including the concerts that aren't on Ticketmaster.com that aren't Live Nation. There's only about three of them, but. Um, on another topic, we're about to get Al on the show here. We do okay. want to tease you a little bit. We're considering and working on a Rungan Radio birthday bash this year online with special guests, as in some live music via the Internet. Internet? <laughs> believe me when I tell you, it will be of interest to you. Good stuff. We don't play around. So we're thinking about having like something really good. And well, you, we know, just gotta you know, just like in real life, birthdays keep on a coming even if there's a virus or not. So yes, we're gonna right. be one one more year older like everybody else. Yeah, the plan is that, you know, of course this is just you know, we're getting started. I'm thinking Labor Day weekend, you know, like we love. Mm-hmm. So maybe something that weekend. But uh, I've already been talking to some people. Special guests would be a big part of it. May even do a T-shirt. You know, try to make it as normal as possible <laughs> in these abnormal times. If we do the best we can. So anyway, uh, we'll have some fun with that. I wish we could get together. We had big plans. We were actually going to possibly do something big uh, in. Let's see, when did it start, man? It was going to be. Originally, it was going to be September. Then it got to October, and then it got to November. And then it became obvious it's going to be 2021 if any of that kind of stuff happens. So, um, you know, with Todd. So, anyway, I digress. We are done with announcements. We have our very special guest, Mr. Al Cannon, is on the line. What's up? Hey, Doug Mel. How are you? Real good. Awesome. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm I'm actually wearing my T-shirt for... Podfans.com today. 
<laughs> you rock, Mel. Yay. It's a great shirt. Damn, I got one. I didn't think about putting it on. Dash. I should have done the same thing. Of course, we're not on Zoom. You can't see what I'm wearing, but I'll just tell you I'm wearing it. How about that? It's a great shirt. Well, great. Thank you so much. Yeah. And, so if you weren't at uh, our yeah, Runga Radio birthday bash in Akron, uh, Al had some ToddFans.com yeah. shirts that were great with a little palm tree, all that good stuff, the logo, fun stuff. I'm sure you still got some more. We can get those out another time. There'll be another chance, another opportunity. But the uh, – Yep. So we're we're uh, well. It's, I don't know why it's taking so long to have you on. Everybody loves your program, and some people maybe listening do not know about it. So we'll we'll, we'll um, ask questions that may seem basic to some of y'all. But let's start with uh, how you came up with the domain name ToddFans.com. I remember I think you even bought it before Perry had ToddFan.com for a while that uh, was he, doing he, some stuff. Yeah. So did you yeah, have that no, before he, him? He or did. No, I, I had it after him because I remember I was looking online trying to find something like that, and I saw that he already had that one. So I just put an S on it and decided Todd <laughs> fans. Because really it yeah. was the, the concept for me was that we're all Todd fans anyway. So uh, I mean, that was probably something from you know my radio days of uh, wanting, wanting to include everybody kind of like ToddFans.com. You know, for yeah. everyone. So, yeah, exactly. uh, so that's kind of how that how that came about, really. And it was just pretty easy. I went, you know, went to GoDaddy or something, started typing in a couple of names, and that one worked. And so I bought it. Yeah, so I I know, know. When did you get started doing this? Uh, 2007, actually, originally. Wow. What really? I did, yeah, you know, what I did was uh, I I was drawing this thing and. I did it on a Shoutcast platform. Just for me, it was a private link. And the original idea was that I just wanted to be able to take my collection with me everywhere I went with my smartphone and not have to lug around CDs in the car. So I built it sort of as a personal tool and listened, had it for a couple of years, you know, and was just playing around with it and uh, sitting around with a buddy of mine one night who was doing – he had a – an online radio station with eclectic stuff. He was a big fan of Kraftwerk and Kate Bush and ELP, and he was doing a bunch of stuff like that. And he, he just looked at me one day and said, you need to do a Todd Rundgren channel. And I was like, yeah, well, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe I do. <laughs> so uh, um, that was about, about 2007 or so. I started working on it, kept it for a couple of years, and and uh, then just decided one day, I'm, you know, we all know Keith Kaufman, a lot of us do. Me and Keith were sitting at the airport. We were, We met coming back from – Akron, we were in Detroit, and I uh, just told him, I said, hey, Keith, I'm going to build this station, and uh, it was already sort of in the works, and it just needed to be refined, and I uh, decided one day on Todd's birthday on, uh, I think, June 22nd of that year to just come on and say, hey, here it is, you know, enjoy. Yeah, I don't remember that being around, though, in 2007. You did, well, it was, per, it was a personal, it was private, it was only for me. Okay, when did you go public? I went public on okay you can you can help me here because it was June 22nd of the year that you had your birthday party in Akron for uh Wizard True Star. 09. So that would have been 2009. So, so you came out in been, 2010. So yeah, about 2010. That sounds right. 2010, perfect. Yeah. What a great idea that was too, you know, there's um you know, once in a blue moon, you find somebody who comes up with something creative like that. You have plenty of people that can start a Facebook page, but coming up with something 
new and fresh for Todd fans is not easy, and that that is a fantastic idea, and uh, it's gone over very well. People absolutely love it. So all they have to do is they can download the app or they can listen to it on their computer. Uh, they still have yep. to download something that listed it on the computer, right? No, you can just go to the page and and click on the play button on okay, any so browser you if you're pick, just online. Is, is it random, or do you how do you decide what plays? You just put a bunch of stuff up there and let it decide what it's going to play. Well, you know, I went through a bunch of different pieces of software. I was trying to find an automation system that was a free piece of software that would do a little more than just Winamp. And I found a piece that basically allows me to build categories and put uh, a bunch of songs into different categories. So I built one for older Todd music, the newer Todd music, Utopia music, um, live cuts, cover tunes, productions, that kind of thing. And so they're, and they're all coded and they're all on the computer. And so I just set up a rotation and tell it to play a new Todd song, an old Todd song, a cover, a NAS tune, a new chorus tune. And it just rotates over and over and over again. It keeps track with what it's playing. So it, it'll go through all the stuff before it starts rotating again. I got you. So we have one rule here pretty much for our guests and they have to have some type of connection with Todd. Uh, Is that pretty much your basic premise? Yeah, you yeah, like. you know, well, sure, yeah. Um, what, what do you mean, like, because I was a fan? Is that what you mean? No, like, the music that you play, you don't ever play anything that's not affiliated with Todd in any form. Of, everything's got some type of connection with Todd. Right. produced it, 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 or it's a handmade or something like that. Either that or co- the cover tunes that, you know, there's songs that people have recorded, you know, Todd songs. Yeah, the, only okay. thing that's, the only thing at this point that's not – uh, really, Todd related is John Pohida. I know that you know his album. He is he's sort of connected. I know he you know, Todd didn't produce the record. Sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I felt like you know I wanted to add his album in. So we do Bad Pilot on there. But other Great than idea. that, yeah. other than that, it's it is all either uh, the productions, you know, XTC and Grand Funk and Patty Smith and that stuff. Um, or cover tunes that other people have done. So you, have, all a, you have a DJ it's background, but you don't get to really DJ that much on this thing. You know, I don't. And that's how that was another thing because when I was growing up and I got into radio when I was about nineteen or twenty, I always found ways to slip in Rundgren songs on the radio. I thought it was really an opportunity for me to, you know, you could cheat a little back then, you know, and you're on the air and you know, so I'd, I'd throw in uh, stuff and. Uh, just see what happens because I could control my own destiny back then. Nobody was really paying that much attention. Uh, it's always found ways of doing that. And even, even in doing that, you know, mixing it up with Brian Adams and stuff like that, I always had this, this thing in the back of my head, wouldn't it be cool if I could just play all Todd? So yeah, it was yeah. kind of always, always with me. You know, during, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of always with me during, during those years as being a DJ. And then the technology came <laughs> along and I could do it. So it made it even better. Yes. Yeah. How do you, well, know, can you, I, I was going to ask, uh, how, can you estimate, or are you given some kind of a message that, uh, currently, you know, 25 people are listening or 5,000 listened over the last month or anything like that? What, what kind of listenership do you think you have? Yeah, there's a, there's a service that comes along with the streaming, uh, host that I use called Sintovacast. Sintovacast will track, uh, where everybody listening is at any time, what songs most people listen to the most or 
you know, what song I was playing and people tuned out. Um, it gives geographics, countries. You can look at uh, today, yesterday, two weeks ago, 14 days. Yeah. It does total stats just like a radio station would have. How and, cool. Uh, so right now if I turn it on, and nor- normally on a regular average day, there could be people listening in Russia and Brazil and Japan. And it's usually only about 15 or 16 people at a time. Sometimes if I'm doing something special, I'll get 40 or 50 people listening. But um, it's, ne- it's never like hundreds, but it's all the time and it's all over the world, Mexico and Australia and all, everywhere. So wow, great stuff. So it's pretty. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, and it, it draws the graph for me. And uh, I was curious one day because I had somebody listening in Hawaii, and I was wondering. Yeah. Have you had? Now, granted, things have changed with CDs, and you know, music's gone to mostly downloads, whatnot. But when I, we yeah. first got into this, Mel and I. I've got a ton of bootleg and just different CDs from people, which we're going to play some tonight, actually some stuff from Weevil. Have you had people send you a lot of stuff like that since you started this? No, actually n- none at all. And, you know, the the, the big – one of the big uh, rules with SoundStream and streaming is you have to play music that's licensed, commercially oh. available, that you can buy the CDs. Um, if because they track it, and if they can't track it, then they can't pay royalties to people, and uh-huh. so that's a so there's a there's a, le- a legality in there, and that's why you don't hear me playing a bunch of bootlegs. You know, every now uh, and then, you know, it's a special thing. Like on Thanksgiving Day, I'll do the Thanksgiving concert, which which is on disc now. I mean, you know, so there are DVDs or things that are out there that maybe count, um, but I try to stay away from that. You know, so I don't want to step on any toes. I got you. Well, I was wondering about your, you know, because I knew there was a, a big, a lot of talk from you when you first started doing it about the, the legal issues of playing that kind of music. And you now there's rules on Blog Talk, we just don't follow them. But it's different when you're doing something like what you're doing, with all music based. What, um, what's your Todd story? Uh, well, as, as far as uh, you know, kind of what, how I got into it. Um, I remember being you know, nine or 10 years old and hearing uh, Casey Kasem play, we got to get you a woman. And I, I didn't understand what he was saying. I thought he said, and, and I'll preface that by saying that I was uh, interested in playing drums. I had just started playing drums when I was about nine. And I thought Casey Kasem said, here's Todd Rundrum. And I thought, man, if the guy's got drum in his name, he must be pretty cool. I got to go get this. <laughs> so, you know, I went out and bought the record. Cool. And, uh, and then like a year later, Hello, It's Me comes out, and I was listening to uh, Wolfman Jack on NBC and heard a commercial for something, anything, and A Wizard of True Star, which I actually recorded a, a night or two later. He played it again, and I got it on cassette, and I've got that running on my station, too. So I recorded that when I was like 11 or 12 years old, and of course, the next day, I went out and bought something, anything. And probably a week later, you know, I cut a couple of lawns and got some more money and bought a Wizard of True Star and, uh, and just started collecting since then. You know, I think w- one of the big things I remember in my mind is, you know, it's like Sunday, you know, we're back from church and we're going to this, uh, this discount store or whatever on Sunday afternoon. It's kind of like the Walmart of the day and uh, something, anything was there. So I bought it. I brought it home. I put my headphones on and listened to it. And then Todd says, if you got a pair of headphones, you better get them out and get them cranked up. Well, I thought that was cool because I had mine on already, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and I'm like 12, you know, 13 years old. So 
uh, listened, oh. I listened to the whole record all the way through, and I was just hooked after that. I just bought them, you know, when they came out, sight and scene. Just, I had to have the next record, so it's been like, like okay. that ever since. Sure I think I it's understand. like that for a lot of us now. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so. you had, so are you telling me that you recorded a cassette from the radio, Wolfman Jack playing a Wizard of True Star? No, Wolf, Wolfman Jack did a commercial promoing the two record set something anything and okay. a wizard of true star that was available at king carol records he did the prices he and he said you know in the in the commercial he says and it's got a song on it about little old me and he played wolfman jack and so i was like man i have this i got to go buy this record and if, uh, well, yeah if the wolfman says so and it was a wolfman saying <laughs> yeah i had it on cassette all these years on this little you know i had this little uh tape recorder this little g tape deck you know with the microphone on it and i just stuck it up to my am radio and recorded it um and i've had it all these years and i i dug it out when i got the channel going i dug it out and cl- tried to clean it up a little bit and and i put it on it's on youtube too by the way i put i put what, it on there what's with, the, i don't really um, have a video but i think what it was, was the first time you saw todd live uh the first time i saw todd live was um in New York City in 1982 with Utopia on the Utopia tour. Nice. Um, I went to Manhattan. I saw that tour. And then actually the, the next year, I was at the show in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, when he played with uh, U2 and the producers um, that, that has the ticket stub on the front of uh, For the Love of Todd, that bootleg CD. So I was at that Chapel Hill show. That was the second. That was the first solo show I saw. Those are, those are two of my that's actually three of my favorite artists right there. Producers, you two, and Todd. What a show. I'd yeah. pay a ton to it, do that today. It was, ma- it was amazing. It rained like hell, and it was cold. <laughs> uh, but, but the Todd fans stayed. You know, a lot of people left, uh, but the Todd fans stayed, and uh, he was the headliner. So, I mean, he was, he, it was kind of interesting that the producers played, and then you two played, and then Todd was the headliner. So a lot of people had left by then. Uh, but a few hundred people stayed in the rain, and, and Todd got wet, and everybody got wet, and it was a good show. And he played everything. That was the only time I think I've ever seen him there solo, and he had all the instruments on stage. He played drums on a song, keyboards on a song, guitar, bass. He just went around, and he had his tape deck, and he did it that way with no band. He did the whole wow. show like that. It was pretty cool. Fantastic. So you you have some expenses, obviously, with this radio show because I've seen some fundraisers and fans have been very supportive. Lori Mimsy just did a big fundraiser yeah. for you. Um, yeah. You know what, what, what kind of stuff uh, is it? Is it the BMI fees or what kind of stuff is involved in that? It, it is a lot of it is you know for for, uh, for playing music on the internet, it's done through Soundstream. So Soundstream collects the money and then they they distribute to ASCAP and BMI, and then they. You know, for people that are strictly internet radio, mm-hmm. so there 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 are those fees that are going up and up all the time, and then there's the streaming, the hosting fees for the stream, and uh, the title and artists that you see on the web page. Those little hist- that little history, that's a separate little widget sure. that that costs you know a little money a year, and and then uh, toddfans.com has a fee for that that site, but the majority sure, of the it domain. is is royalties is the most of it, yeah. The well, so the good news is, crazy. people listen to your your app. You know, Todd's getting paid. Yeah, yep. Every, it's a everybody win-win. that's on there is getting paid. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I just got to give kudos too to uh, one of our uh, Utopian friends, Chris Zetterholm, because when Chris 
uh, started listening. He was very early on. He wrote and he started listening. He sent me, and this is what the fee was at the time, 75 bucks a month to do this thing. Chris sent me 50 bucks a month for about four and a half years straight. He was paying wow. 75% of the fee every <laughs> month. So this guy, oh. he's like a gold star, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, is that the is that man from TRC in Denver? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Amazing guy. And uh, yeah. you know, I had a conversation with him recently, and I said, Chris, you got to stop. <laughs> you don't send me <laughs> any more money, man. <laughs> you, you know, you're up for five years straight, you know? Um, but he, he was great. You know, I couldn't have done it without him. He, he was amazing. So, because. Uh, he may be one of your big fans. We got your biggest fan on hold. He's been waiting for 30 minutes to talk to you. So uh, keep coughing. What's happening, bro? <laughs> Hello? Keith! Hello. <laughs> hey, C. How are you, brother? I'm good, brother. How are you doing? Okay. Now, Doug, good to hear you guys. Hope you're all being safe and uh, healthy and uh Feeling everything that's going on, and yeah, it's a sucky situation. But I'll tell you something. I remember back in the day, like Al was saying back in the early days, he was telling me about. I got this idea. I want to do this, and it's like, well, it sounds like a great idea. I would love it. You know what I've gained the most out of it? Not only is it great to listen while I'm doing my mail route and not having to listen to regular repeated rock and roll garbage stations that we have here in Central Florida but listening to nothing but Todd and one of the things I love about the station and he'll laugh when I tell him this is when I hear versions of some of the Todd songs by other, you know, cover versions by other artists that I've never heard before and have no idea. Now, understand, I'm a fan that goes back to 74. I mean, I was one of those lucky few that got the just post-NAS, early Wizard Todd beginnings of his live shows. But I hear versions of songs that I've never heard and I, I actually, I call Al up and say, okay, who did that? That was incredible. And just how Todd exposed me to so many other artists from all his productions, which I love to this day, from Tom Robinson to, you know, the, the tubes. And, and you guys are talking about the TV show. One of the things that I loved... Uh, he, he did a, uh, I don't know if either of you saw the um, interview he had on uh, that gear, gear music, whatever that thing was the other day, where the interviewer asked him about some of his productions, and Todd talked about that he was asked to do the first Tubes album as a producer, but he said... They were too visual and not a studio band, and he turned it down. I love hearing stuff, and I go, wow, that's a version of Just One Victory. That uh, There's a beautiful young woman that sings it. There's a version of um, 
it wouldn't have made any difference. It's also done by a female artist that I call Al immediately and say, okay, who did that? Because it, it's awesome. And it's just, it's, as he was describing to you, it's not just all Todd. It's the entire genre of his plethora of music. And it really is amazing to, to hear things that you've never heard. And trust me when I tell you, I have probably one of the most comprehensive um, vinyl, cassette, CD, bootleg version of Todd's studio, Todd Live. And when I hear something I've never heard, I'm, it, it just it brightens my day. And what he's done out of pot, yeah, what he's done out of pocket for years is it's just that's dedication. That's that's part of our Todd family. And by the way, um, it's part of our sick point. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, call yeah. it that. I'm disappointed <laughs> we're not going to have a, an Akron show this year. But you know what? The fact that you're announcing that you guys are looking at doing something online, thank you. Um, I'm, sure. I'm all in. I want the shirt. I'm buying the ticket. I want the laminate. And I'll be on the Zoom. And I'm all in. That is. I forgot about laminates, Mel. <laughs> I didn't mention that. Yeah. Guess yeah. We that yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm all in. That's, you know, if that's how he has to be close for another six months, eight months, who knows how long this piece yeah. of gotta crap. Adapt. It, yeah, we got to make it. We got to make it a show, right? We got to make it a show. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's right. Uh, AC, all right. love you. Let some other people get their voice in. Mountain Doug, stay well, stay safe. Love you. Peace and love, brother, sister. Yep. Tell Kelly, talk to you soon. Yep, glad your wife's home, man. That's all good. Anybody wants? To, by the way, if anybody wants to call in, six four six seven one six nine two six two. Press one. You can talk to Al Cannon or us or do whatever you want. We'll take your call. That's how we roll. Al, do you still have some of your T-shirts that you want to pimp on our show? Uh, yeah, yeah, I've got a few left, large how, and extra large. How can they get a hold of you? Because that 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 money, of course, goes to help pay for the T-shirt, but I'm assuming it goes to pay for the channel too. Yeah, yes, ma'am, it does. Um, they can go to ToddFans.com, and it's on the front page. There's a oh really? A PayPal, okay, cool. There's a PayPal link. There's a PayPal link there, and uh, other ways to pay as well. So it's all right there. Introduce the world right. to Todd's music. We're pimping on a shirt. Yeah, I get a lot of compliments on that shirt. People really like it because it's so colorful. So. Yeah, yeah, it did. It come it came out really well and I I wanna thank uh Keith Kaufman's wife, Kelly, for uh turning me on to the printer. It's the print printer that she was working for, uh down in oh, Florida great. that did those shirts. So nice having connections uh, in the Todd world, isn't it? All right, we got another yep, call. It, it is. Four zero five, you're with us. Four zero five. Could it be legit? Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, can. Hey. How are you doing, brother? We're doing good. Who's this? Bradshaw. 
<laughs> how did I know? Hello, Mel. Hello, how you doing? <laughs> how you kids doing? We're doing all right. Thanks for the COVID email. Man. You know, how cool. You know, we, you know, you send an email out and like what was like at six o'clock. Hey. Yep. Check out. Running man, I know what your attention spans like. If I send it at noon, you'd forget. <laughs> 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 you know, can you believe that I'm 60 years old and I saw Todd in 74 and 75? If you're 60, I do believe that. All right, I'm jealous. And he, All right. he came to so 74 would have been when AWOT was, right? He came where um, when you were 14? Well, he came, he came where? The Civic Center in Oklahoma City. Oklahoma oh, City, okay. Yeah. See, he would never November. do that. He would never come to Farmville, North Carolina, ever. So it took me a while. I had to, yeah, you don't I had to grow up. He, he I had to grow up and get a car and go to New back. York, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to but, wait until um, I was old enough to have my license and go to New York. <laughs> it sucks, you know? What? <laughs> a friend of mine, you're talking about cassette tapes, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. This girl named Diane West, and she's known down here as Pinky and the Snake Shakers. You know, she's a singer. She brought her cassette recorder into the, you know, the Civic Center in 74 and recorded the whole thing. Nice. And, um, you know, and then in 75, you know, a year later, we're we're all ready, you know. We're ready for Todd, and um, Todd decides to walk literally six or seven blocks to his hotel. Well, you know, not cool in 75, you know. I mean, Oklahoma City anyway, you know, and um, we we thought he, him and, and Roger and um, Willie and um, – you know, they, and John Siegler, they didn't get in there. They didn't get in the um, um, the limo. They just had their little white jumpsuits on, and they just kept walking down the road. And it's like, whoa, when do we quit walking, Todd? <laughs> well, we're not going to quit walking. We're just walking all the way. And, um, you know, it was a, quite a long walk. With those guys, you know. So were you stalking him or what? Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We were the jocks. We were jocks yeah. watching Todd. I mean, uh-huh. and um, the kicker. You should be able to walk seven blocks. <laughs> well, they had those big, you know, boots up to their knees, you know. Um, but what was the deal? Um, oh, oh, it's like kind of like, okay, I had these this change in my pocket, and we're walking along, and I go, hey, Todd, just throw money. Just throw money. <laughs> and he was not that excited about me throwing the pennies and the dimes, and that day, you know, at his feet. And, you know, back in those days, we didn't have cameras. We weren't ready for that. I go, hey, give me an autograph. And um, he, um, he goes, what's an autograph? 
what is that? Why? What's that mean? And I, I, I go, well, take the pen and keep it. And then, <laughs> and, um, then I go, well, give it back, Todd. And he goes, well, I had it for like five minutes. But you guys, you know, that 74 show, they handed out the, um, um, the pre-show, you know, here's what you're in for for the evening. Oh, program? And, uh, like a, yeah, the yeah. program. Yeah, yeah. The uh, triangle. And yeah. um, it, I, I, I will never forget looking at that triangle and thinking, this is like, you know, we're going to get on a spaceship. And then we're leaving, and uh, yeah. you know they uh, yes, they good drugs back then. Redone that. Mm-hmm. No, I was no. I was straight, totally straight jock. You no. had steroids. That was it. All right. So do you <laughs> have you uh, com, Mr. Bradshaw? Pardon me. Have you listened to ToddFans.com? No, I haven't. I have 24 not. I Shame on you. 365. Todd on the email. Todd Music. Yeah, it's time you got with the program, man. I I kind of saw that earlier, and I went, uh oh. I mean, I a guy that is stalked Todd in 1974 <laughs> needs to be listening to Todd Music in 2020. I mean, just saying. <laughs> hey, just oh, for man. the record, in 75, when Todd saw Pinky, he said, "Keep that woman away from me." Oh, <laughs> saw who? Yes. Pinky. Saw who? Pinky. Uh, Pinky. Pinky Tuscadero? The, the girl singer there locally. The girl singer that's, that, you know, loved Todd yeah. in 74 and then 75, Todd said, uh, no. She's crazy. You know. Yeah, well. Um. I'm young. When I hear Pinky, yeah. I think of Pinky Tuscadero from Happy Days. But what, you know, yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking. But what? what what's sick. your first? Doug, when did you get introduced? I'm like, I've never heard this story. <sighs> Man, long time after. Where have you, you been? That's all I got. <laughs> I mean, he, you're a child. <laughs> I am a child. <laughs> Who did I was it? Who child. did it to you? I'm like that. <laughs> when I was, I'm like child. All right, all right, Mr. Bradshaw. <laughs> we got to get back to interviewing our. Guess okay, guys. Al Cannon. Thanks so much. Sure, brother. Good, Good to talk to you. All, All right. Man. Take All right. care. Alan Bradshaw, a frequent caller who has not been on ToddFans.com, but tonight we know he's going to do it, aren't you? So, Al, when you get you your little get sticker link. showing where people are listening from, you be, you need to be watching for Oklahoma because that's where Oklahoma, yeah, Oklahoma okay. better be listening. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have to ban Mr. Bradshaw. From something <laughs> like we used to do, so, Catherine Sowers. So, Doug, you were you're a big Cars fan, right? And I was Love thinking that you had said something about that you had seen him with the cars, with That's the new correct. cars. Is that was that your oh, turn yeah. on for? Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. so I got to tell you this story then. I got to tell you a really funny, quick story. I, I saw the last show on the new Cars tour in Westbury, New York. That was a mm-hmm. I was going to go to South Carolina, but it got canceled. So they refunded the money for the tickets. The last show on the tour was Westbury, and I knew if I didn't go see it, I wasn't going to see the show. It was going to be it. So I'm in North Carolina. 
I go to the airport, RDU, in, in Raleigh. So I go to the Raleigh-Durham airport. I'm sitting in the subway, having a sub, waiting to go to the gate. And who comes by? It's Todd and Michelle. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell did I just see? So I knew they were going down to the end of the cul-de-sac. There was nowhere else they could go. It was the end of the line. So I just sat there and finished my sub. And then I walked down to the gate, and we were on the same flight. So I had to speak. You know, I was like, this is too cool. I'd never – I mean, I'd met him like once before the show but in 85, but it was just like, hi, Todd, nice to see you, you know, kind of thing. It's walk. He was walking on. But I was the acapella tour. But uh, so he's sitting at the gate. He's talking to one of the attendants or whatever. Nobody, nobody knows who he is. He's just, they're just sitting there like a couple of passengers. So I walked over and just said, hey, Todd, it's nice to meet you. You know, I'm going to the show in Westbury. And he said, well, that's where we're headed. So he was down here watching his kid play baseball with the Mudcats, with the Carolina Mudcats. And so they, yeah, yeah. they were just coming back from ball games. So that was cool. We, uh, so we get on the, the flight, and then a couple of minutes later, announcement comes over. There's something wrong with the plane. Everybody needs to go back to the gate. So we go back to the gate, and everybody's sitting around. And I figure, well, since he's here, I might as well get an autograph. I already had my ticket. So I walked over, and I said, you mind, you mind signing my ticket stub? And Michelle's like, well, you already got your ticket. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to the show. I got you know, to see this show. Um, so we took some pictures. It was kind of funny. I got a picture of me and Todd, and Michelle took that picture. And then I got a picture of, of them two together, and I had to kind of coerce her to get into the shot. I was like, no, I need both of you in here. So they got <laughs> together, and that was a pretty cool shot. And then we're, so we're standing in line again to get back on the plane. And uh, a lady kind of whispers sort of under her breath, is he somebody famous? And Michelle turns around and says, he used to be. <laughs> I was like, Aww. come on, Michelle, come on. He still is. <laughs> I was like, that was too funny. He used to be way back in the 70s. Wow. So uh, that was kind of, nice. but it was a, yeah. it was a great opportunity just to sit down. We sat at the gate. We talked about bacon tape, you know, and, uh, yeah. you know, just talked to him about some stuff, you know, and so it was pretty interesting. And these, they, they read, their, I didn't bother them too long. They read their papers and, but it was kind of eerie that I'm in this, you know, the gate and everybody's doing their thing and nobody knows who he is. Kind of weird. Yeah. It's but, funny. But it was, so, but it was good. That's great. We met. I think for the first time, I, um, I remember, I don't remember where it was, I want to say Virginia, but I went, I took a chance, it was a storm going on, to go see Todd with Ethel at a really yeah. nice little theater, and um, you were there, and Dee Dee was there. You remember this? I think you yeah, that was this, might have been the Sandler Center in Norfolk. Yeah, yeah, that was a good show. I wanted to see Stood Up yep. Live. So I flew all the way over there just for that. Yeah, you did. I remember. Yeah, yeah that was yeah, like a three-hour drive, show. I guess, for me. So it was a good show. How many times have you seen Todd? You think? Wow, that's oh. a hard question. You know, thanks to you, more more than I could have, I'm sure. Um, in the early days, I saw. Let's see. I saw that the New York show in '82. I saw Acapella in '85, and then the uh, Second Wind show in '92 or something like that. And then I didn't see him again for a while. Until it was like a long while, until um, until you started doing your shows, I think, because it was no he just didn't come to North Carolina. So how did you uh, back in the day? I guess were, were you just paying attention to I don't know the Utopia Times or something like that to even know when he was touring? And I mean, like, how would yeah. a kid in North Carolina even know about a show in New York at all? Yeah, I took 
I took I took the Utopia Times and uh, we I used to read the Village Voice because it was at the local library. So okay. I go look at the I go look at the Voice and and see it there. And I have a friend that lives in I had a friend that that was going to school here at East Carolina University. And she moved to New York, so it was an opportunity for me to go there and, and hang out with her and see Todd. And I think we went to see Oingo Boingo that week too. Um, what? So. Yeah, so it was really it was really pretty cool, um, and it seems like somebody else played. Back in '82, everybody was playing in New York City. It was hard. You could open up the Village Voice, and on any given two or three nights, the Talking Heads were over here. Joe Jackson was playing here. Nine 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 was playing here. <laughs> you know, it was like, who do you go see? You know, um, it was just ridiculous how many shows there were going on at CBGBs and everywhere else. I never I never thought about traveling to a Todd show until. The new cars, and uh, that's when I first started traveling, and we all know that wasn't all that long ago, so I was definitely a grown-up, but um, when he would come through Dallas, I would go see him. I think I saw him pretty much every time he came through Dallas, at least for most years, And but it never dawned on me, oh my gosh, I need to check and see if he's playing, you know, Houston or something that I could get to. just never dawned on me, so... Yeah. Good for you. You were young when you got that thought. Wonderful. Yeah, and you know the, they put the dates in the back of uh, the Utopia Times, and people would uh, mm-hmm. so I would just be able to see that. And then, you know, I checked a lot of the radio stations uh, that you know were around. I just try to figure out. I'd make phone calls and see who was playing, see if he was playing somewhere, and just call the. Back then, you could also call the Coliseum, and it would give you the recorded listing of who's playing. So I checked the Norfolk Scope and. You know, the Greensboro Coliseum, the Charlotte Coliseum, whoever, you know, we would just look around so uh, and yeah. see who's playing where. So the it's a lot of good thing, bands back then. Yeah, a lot of the, the travel thing took off, started about 2009. I mean, I know there were people that were doing it way before that, but there was, it seemed like the masses started venturing out around 2008, 9, 10. It, it's it's quite fascinating, really, the whole thing. Well, I got one more question for you, Al, and we'll let you run. we got to do some um, – Tribute stuff to Jeff Weevil Goss, a friend of ours we unfortunately lost in the Todd community. But yeah, I, you know, um, I just want to say that before you before you continue, I just want to absolutely you know uh, say that uh, I'm going to miss Jeff, and uh, he, had a, he had an amazing website, uh, had a ton of stuff on it. You know, he did a great job uh, with a lot of the stuff there. So it's going to be it's a great yeah, loss. Good, it really is. Yeah, the, we'll, we'll get into that soon. So I want to ask you though. Um, you know, there are probably everybody has, but you you definitely have some philosophical differences with Mr. Rundgren. Um, what advice could you give some of these people that can't seem to get past that? You know, you just gotta look past it and enjoy the music, and and listen to what he's saying in these songs, and and it, you know, it's 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 music. You know, it's a. Uh, to me, it's music. I, I have to look past everything else, you know, because I have a passion for the music and the words that were written no matter what. And, and, and if people did their research, they'd find out that a lot of artists were like that. You know, we didn't know it. We were 17 years old, and there's no nukes going on with Neil Young and, J, you know, James Taylor and Jackson Brown. And they were doing the same thing, but we didn't stop listening to Jackson Brown, you know, so no. we, we didn't care. We didn't care. We were 16, you know. We were 17. Yeah. We didn't care. Well, no, so it's, that, it's, it's that's the theme of your – um, the theme of ToddFans.com is uh, – it? it's all about the music or it's 
what was it? Yeah, um, it, it's, it's, yeah it's I have it, I have a picture music. of it on our on our show today. It's something like uh, the most important thing is the music, maybe or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's something like that. I mean, it's you know, it's yeah. uh, there's a there's a huge body of work there, and it's the music that you know I grew up listening to. You know, ever since I've been since I was nine years old. You know, and yeah. uh, there's a lot of records, and every time I hear a song, I know where I was. I can remember being 15 or 17 when I heard that first time, or you know, it's like all a lot of other music. But, um, yeah. But yeah, That's you know, I, I, nothing's gonna make me. I can't get over the. I can't get past the music. The music's what I like. You know, mm-hmm. talking his own opinions and philosophical opinions about politics or whatever. You know, and that's that's fine to see. Every it's America. You know, everybody's got an opinion. Yeah, it's like yeah. people just need to grow a spine and get over it. Listen to the music; it sounds good. Yeah, exactly. Just, just, well, just I, mean, I appreciate your, your advice. People, some right. people will listen to it, and um, we appreciate you being a guest. And everybody loves ToddFans.com. What a fantastic idea! Appreciate all your hard work doing it. And uh, well, thank you, thank you, Mel. Thank well, you, glad you, we had you on, man. Um, all right, it's an honor. Thank you so much. All right, we're gonna play. We're gonna play your ad that you sent us a long time ago that we play every now and then. Then we're gonna come back. We're gonna talk about Jeff Weevil Goss, who Al remembers very well and appreciated. He was great for the Todd community too. And uh, we'll be right back. You're listening to Rungan Radio. It's every Todd song ever made and then some. Streaming live 24 hours a day, seven days a week, around the world. Sell Todd all the time. Hello, it's me. Hi, I'm Todd Rundgren. The Todd Rundgren Music Channel on ToddFans.com. All right, everybody, we're back. You're listening to Rundgren Radio. We're about to talk about Jeff Weevil Goss. Unfortunately, he passed away this month. Uh, yeah. Jeff. Yeah. So you, you might – I'm glad Linda brought this up, Linda Fisher. So I have photos – we can't decide the order they go in on Blog Talk, but um, the picture of Moogie is with Al Cannon. The other pictures are Jeff. Uh, so anyway, um, Jeff Weevil goes. Weevil goes way back with the Todd community. Weevil was at CLB's probably the first, got to be, the first fan party with Todd where fans got together and pitched in and had Todd come play. And Weevil mm-hmm. actually got to perform with him during that night. Weevil was a musician. What a thrill. And the one thing I would say, Cruiser Mail, about Weevil that I will remember the most is that no matter the circumstance, no matter the situation, uh, back when the main communication points for Todd fans was TR Connection forums, is that Weevil was always positive, 100%. You you never could get Weevil off his game to be negative or complain about anything or anybody. He was just such a positive person and big time into music, big time into Todd. And uh, I got to meet him with yeah. another person, unfortunately, passed away, Lanny, uh, Tiki That's Girl. That's right. Uh, I was just thinking Minnesota. about that today, yeah, in Minnesota. And uh, uh, both of them, of course. That was the first time I met either one of them. And uh, just couldn't be nicer. Oh, what a, what a nice pleasure to say that, uh, you know, we were lucky to meet those guys and. uh very sad. Yeah. Very sad when yeah. I heard that he had. Weevil didn't. Weevil didn't come around you know, like the Akron and a lot of the stuff. Didn't go to Todd Stocks and all that. He was always playing music. He was in a lot of bands and had his own band called the Weevils. But uh, he was 
very active in the community online and definitely saw Todd plenty of times and was a big trader. So he's big into bootlegs and things like that, which is how we have some of the stuff we have tonight. And when we first got started, uh, he sent us <laughs> a ton of promos for the show to use, you know, like during, you know, like before a break or whatever. And mm-hmm. we played one consistently because we absolutely loved it. And unfortunately, we didn't play a bunch of them. Maybe it's fortunate because we get to hear them tonight. But um, we probably should have done more of them. I just didn't know what to make of it. It was like this guy sending me that I barely knew. He's sending me, you know, all these recordings he did uh, to promote the show that we had just started. So the one that we love is where he goes, dot com. That's going to be the first one we play. So I've got about a little over three minutes of promos. Uh, this is all Weevil. So you, his voice changes because he did that on purpose, just coming up with creative ways to um, give us, I don't know, what do you call them, segues, breaks, whatever. So we're going to play that, and uh, then we'll do some more stuff. So without further ado, Chris Mel. All right. I know this is I know this is one of your favorites, the yeah. very first one. That's why I put it at the start. Here goes the Weevil promos. Live online talk radio for Todd fans. This is RundgrenRadio.com. You are listening to RundgrenRadio. RundgrenRadio.com. Live online talk radio for Todd fans. This is RunGreenRadio.com. You're listening to RunGreenRadio. You're listening to RunGreenRadio. Yeah, like, man, this is RunGreenRadio. Yeah, like, man, this is RunGreenRadio. Rundgren Radio Rules. You're listening to Rundgren Radio. You're listening to Rundgren Radio. You want some Todd? We got it here at Rundgren Radio. You want some Todd? We got it here at Rundgren Radio. Rundgren Radio. Rundgren Radio. Rundgren Radio, live online talk radio for Todd Rundgren fans. Yeah, like, man, this rules. It's Rundgren Radio. Yeah, like, man, this rules. It's Rundgren Radio. Yeah, man, like, Rundgren Radio totally rules. Yeah, man, like Rundgren Radio really rocks. TR Talk for TR fans at Rundgren Radio. You're listening to Rundgren Radio. You're listening to Rundgren Radio. Yeah, like you're tuned in to Rundgren Radio, man. Check out our archives here at Rundgren Radio. Rundgren Radio, live online talk radio for Todd Rundgren fans. Live or archived, we're the finest in Todd you'll find 
online. RunGunRadio.com. Rungun Radio, live talk, beyond fam. Rungun Radio, live talk for TR Todd Rungun Radio. Todd Rungun Radio. Todd. Rungren Radio. <laughs> oh, that was great. Oh, man, I laughed about ten times during that day. <laughs> I did, too. I had to mute myself. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Some of those sounded like we were on an episode remember. of, um, what was that, Mystery Science Theater or something. <laughs> yeah, I know. When I got this, I'm like, who is this guy and what in the hell? But it, it's in hindsight, I'm glad I got it, that's for sure. Rest in peace. We'll be good to hear his voice. We have it archived forever. <laughs> Too funny. Oh, yeah. So Weevil also sent me, because he was big into trading. As a matter of fact, he's the one who got me to do the um, several different versions of Hello, It's Me that we played uh, during the quarantine uh, shows. Uh, okay. I came up with the idea, and he's like, do it. I want it. I said, all right. So he would do what's called a tree. And um, so if you... He would send you a CD. You had to send it to three people, and then they had to send it to three people, and it's just you know like a, almost like a pyramid scheme, but better than that. And so, um, you know, that's how people got CDs back in the day. And he sent me this one, which is you're gonna love this, Todd fans. Um, and unfortunately, uh, Al Cannon can't play it because it's all bootlegs. But these are some unique, um, really good bootlegs uh, songs that. Weevil really appreciated and liked, so we're going to play those in honor of him tonight. And then we've got some music from his band, The Weevils, which is going to take us into the archives probably. But uh, if you miss it, you can call in and listen to the whole thing, or you can just listen to it tomorrow. Uh, if you want to call in and listen, 646-716-9262. But this is almost 50, 50 minutes worth of music. Um, okay. Todd Rundgren, Utopia Bootlegs that Weevil sent. You ready, Cruiser Mel? I am ready and willing to listen. Here we go. You all recognize the man, of course. Roger. <laughs> Willie, nice man. Chasm. Nice legs, Chasm. Of course, this is me. Ever since I moved to California, I got a terrific suntan. We're going to do a little variation on the theme by Mr. Chuck Berry.
jam the thing, you know. This is an improvisation. It comes out a little different every night. Some nights it's great, wonderful, inspiring. Some nights it's terrible, it sucks. You want to leave the hall. Let's find out what happens.
Thank you.
QVC around here. Anybody else got a note they want to get out of their system? You! Thank mm -hmm. you. 
I dreamed I was in Cranberry. Oh, just the sound of this. Oh, Cranberry. Urethra all tingly. <laughs> By the way, have you seen my imitation of Urethra Franklin? One gave me sent me a bunch of songs and I was allowed to pick from one. The one just popped out at me right away. It was called West Virginia Gals. And essentially, the song is an is an exhortation to the gals of West Virginia to marry out of state. <laughs> Apparently, there's something wrong with the men of West Virginia. But something fine about the women of West Virginia. I don't know. They had a song written about them, and uh, it must have been composed by someone from a much more sophisticated place like Kentucky. <laughs> Sounds folky already, doesn't it? Virginia gals and listen to my noise. Don't you court the West Virginia boys? If you do, your fortune will be cornbread and bacon. You will see cornbread and bacon. You will see. That's it, cornbread and bacon. I guess they take you to a house of pancakes every morning or something. Okay, that was cuisine, you know. The cuisine of West Virginia. Okay, how about the courting process itself? It goes something like this. When you go a court and they set you up a chair, first thing they say is my daddy killed the deer. Next thing they say when you sit down, your bacon, your Johnny Cakes brown. Mammy ate your bacon, your Johnny Cakes brown. So you gotta watch out for Mammy, I guess. Guard your bacon. But the brown Johnny Cakes thing, I'm not so sure about. Aren't they supposed to be like a nice golden brown? Golden brown Johnny cake sound good to me. So maybe it's kind of like glass half full, glass empty. Kind of. You know, I had a prop I intended to wear for this, and I don't know why it slipped my mind, but. Okay, how about the... Uh... 
about social life. When they go to meetings, other than sorry, I lost my polygrip. When they go to meetings, I'll tell you what they wear: scissor tail coat, all ready to tear, old leather boots with the tops turned down, pair of cotton socks that they wear year round, pair of cotton socks that they wear year round. I think it's the same pair of socks that they wear. I think it means they wash them once a year, but I'm not sure. Commerce. The commerce of West Virginia. When they go to store, they take a turn of corn. Pat of salt, butter, fresh from the churn. Storekeeper says you haven't got enough for a plug of tobacco and a bale of stuff. For a plug of Everything that you work and slave for goes to tobacco products. Go into every available orifice of the body. Not so bad so far. There's a whole verse about making molasses that it makes no sense to me at all, but it must have something to do with the Johnny Cakes. Let's move on to architecture. They build their houses with log walls. Got no windows, none at all. Clapboard roof, an old slab door. Sandstone chimney and a pumpkin floor. Sandstone chimney and a pumpkin floor. We had to transcribe the lyrics from a, like an old recording. Don't know if this song's even been published anywhere. We got to the pumpkin floor part. There was a lot of contention. What the hell does pumpkin floor mean? They didn't mention pumpkins in the Johnny Cake part. I'm totally confused now. And the denouement. You away to the Black Jack Hill. There you'll stay and make your will. There you'll live and starve in space. That is the way of the West Virginia Ray. That is the way of the West Virginia Ray. for you people. I have another little folk tune for you here. The second song that I chose for Hal Wilner's fabulous Harry Smith benefit is called The House Carpenter. And there was something about this song that just appealed to me. 
But it's a very, very sad tale. As a matter of fact, you'll probably all want to kill yourselves by the time I get to the end of it. This will be so sad, you won't want to go on living. You'll wake up in the middle of the night, take a handful of sleeping pills, so you won't be thinking about this song anymore. And it goes a little something like this. <laughs> Says, oh, you're weeping for my silver, oh, my gold. Says, oh, you're weeping for my silver, oh, my gold. 
set up yeah. some wires with Ethel Band. Yeah, I wish it hadn't a cut off. I don't know why it does that. Anyway, good stuff, fun fun music, different. Um, you know, not great quality because bootleg, but hey, no other way to hear it, right? Do you think he had snuck into concerts with a little tape recorder or something back in those days? I guess. I don't know if Weevil recorded those or just ones he liked. You know, he had such a collection, it was ridiculous. Oh. But uh, yeah. maybe I'll see if I could find that somewhere in the complete version. I know that um, the show I went to, there was a bootleg of that show, and it was in there, so I, I bet I can get one. Anyway, fun stuff, and we got uh, a little bit left. We got nine minutes live, and we have a 14-minute clip of the Weevils. If you're a Grateful Dead fan, you'll dig it, and if you're not, you'll dig it. This is good stuff. It's um, from the Grateful Garcia Gathering, 2005. It's the Weevils. Jeff is actually singing and playing guitar on these songs. They're really good. So without further ado, we'll play those. We appreciate Al Cannon being our guest tonight from ToddFans.com. If you don't have that, you need to get on it. Yep. And Chris and he's back. We're do a he's paying here. attention to who's listening, so uh, now you know. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll do uh, Conduit Humanity. has got some good stuff we'll share with you soon. And we hope you're hanging in there and staying safe, wearing masks, all the things you need to do so we can get through this mess. That's right. All right. Stop. Stop yep. touching Weevil everybody. Song. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you what? What's I that? said stop touching everybody. Yes. Do your thing. Do the right thing. All right. Jeff will be missed. No doubt about it. Uh, here's his band. You're going to love this. Here we go. Okay. Happy birthday, Jerry. Make everything alright. Said I'm begging you, baby. I'm 